there's fantastic conversation on Twitter. We were part of a few conversations there as well. Uh, you had tweeted out, Nintendo is always going to be that family-friendly console. Deck will not kill Switch or even make a dent. What does TBH mean, by the way? Uh, to be honest. To be, okay. Get with the stuff. In my mind, every time I read it, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I, just think, I just think somebody's like blowing a raspberry. Like, oh, these like, kids today. It will make a dent. <laughs> Yo, let's let's have that as a tweet. I, I prefer that. I prefer that. Yeah. The adult beverages are poured. The kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a three-year-old and a six-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have an eleven-year-old and an eight-year-old. And we're back. We had a bit of a unfortunate delay from the last episode, and this episode itself also delayed. The <laughs> next oh, episode maybe delayed. Maybe delayed. We'll see. <laughs> because the there will be a one final stretch. It all comes down to a move. Um, fortunately, well, fortunately maybe not the word, but <laughs> we, myself and my family are making another move, uh, which I think makes for about six since we've had this show. Yeah, you got to fill out your punch card, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I had a uh, sister-in-law ask me, hey. Uh, man, this is like you guys have moved so much. You'd be, you must be experts at it. And right. I said, yeah, you would think that, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, is that not the experience? We're so bad at this. Oh no. There is it. So stuff has been moved. Uh, we have to kind of do one final haul up to the place, and we've entirely moved. That happens next weekend, kind of close to the recording of the show. So I'm hoping we're going to be able to sort this out. Uh, thanks everybody for the weight of it. I mean, I could start off the top with a tip for moving uh, for any okay. gaming dads out there. Don't, 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 don't just <laughs> try, try to make it, it, try to make it work wherever you are and uh-huh. just don't move. No, so the should be good. I mean, what's, what I'm really interested in this show is because of the state of the move and the state of furniture that has moved, a lot of my gear is gone. A lot of our kind of furniture is gone so much. So my wife is in the same room as I'm recording, oh. which usually okay. doesn't happen. So okay. this, this is going to quickly turn into new dads gush about their wives. Jeff, Jeff, what's what's the top five most wonderful (laughs) things about your wife? And then I'll go. Right? Right? We have a live studio audience. This is the first time. (laughs) If you hear any booze in the background, that's where it comes from. (laughs) It's like, not funny. (laughs) Re-record. So everyone, thanks for the patience. Uh, Keep tuned to your podcast. Subscriptions of choice, like watch us on Twitter. We'll try to keep everyone updated, but hopefully it'll be smooth sailing as we get into the last of the summer months and what works so well for summer except for beers and our yearly summer tradition of beer picks of the week jeff what are you sipping on this week so i have cracked open a sierra nevada pale ale excellent which handcrafted ale from straight from yeah nevada mills river They've made some. They've made some f- real big inroads, but they be considered craft still. Or... I don't know. Like, was feels it like they started. Labeled? <laughs> feels like they started craft, and they, they seem to have quite a distribution at this point. But what's the? How's it hitting you? How are you liking it? Uh, it's not bad. It's got kind of like this grapefruit kind of note to it. It is a little bit strong though. So. Oh. Um, it's kind of it, surprising. It, With the aforementioned distribution, I almost would have expected them to have a bit of it lowered i'm surprised uh, that it's uh 5.6 so maybe it's just okay you know it's getting up there but yeah it's definitely got some like citrus citrus stuff to it so yeah maybe this isn't 
craft anymore. Maybe it's like those indie studios that are published by EA, where it's like, mm. you're not really indie anymore. You're just kind of just using the name. <laughs> yeah. So, God. The details. Heavy on hops. That was always the brewery plan. So in 1980, we looked at Pale Ale up in Cascade, a new hop at the time, named after the mountain range, and this intense aromas of pine and citrus sparked the American craft beer revolution. Ooh. See? Is this beer? History? History right there. All right. So sip on that and uh, get back to us. But first impressions, how are you liking it? Uh, Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Um, Definitely kind of threw me for a loop on that grapefruit stuff but uh i'm gonna let it simmer let it sit with me yeah i would not have expected grapefruit that's kind of interesting yeah what about you so for myself i'm heading across the pond so to speak to scotland where i've picked picked up bitter and twisted a golden ale from harvestoon and that's spelt with a t-o-u-n at the end so i think it's almost forcing you to say the scottish accent harvestoon (laughs) brewery yeah (laughs) that is is a golden ale with an amazing logo of a devil mouse on the front so saint and sinner all in one bottle crystal malt for sweetness aromic fruit for the hops and oats to give the brew some body not to mention a naughty tingling lemon finish all thanks to the devilish imagination of our master brewers man that is a apt description that is exactly what i got with this wow let me see there's a hearty taste Oh, like <laughs> it's really good of the show. It's not my own thirst. <laughs> yeah, like it, the malt that hits you, it's like the slightest bit of a bitterness there, but in a wonderful way. Like if you don't like hoppy beers, like this is not that type of over overly hoppiness. And then like yeah, swinging around at the end with the lemon, like that is uh, hmm. yeah, body is a, that's a great way to say it. It it has some body to it. It's got that sort of um, I don't want to call it heft. It's not like a porter, but it's just got a weightiness about it that's really enjoyable great show man good work scotland yeah it seems like our beers of the beers of the week i'm i'm picking in like north america you're like just globe trotting around like like your moves right you're just like no i'll just go wherever i can (laughs) you can't stay in one place you gotta gotta (laughs) jump about should have one of those beer maps where it's just like slowly slowly but surely i just like check off every country to make sure i nailed it that's right so for any international listeners if you have a brew to uh consider do find us at new dad gaming on twitter and let us know but the drinks have started and so does the show now i want to hit something really quick uh, this is just a small one but ran into a game on mobile and besides itself being great its approach to how it was positioning itself was incredibly refreshing uh, pixel golf pro okay and imagine the name describes it all it is absolutely like 2d sprite throwback retro like nintendo type golfing game Hmm. the uh and it just nails it it's not it's not trying to do anything fancy or special like it's absolutely just pixel golf done incredibly well on your phone right and it's the old the old swing mechanic it's nothing funky it's not it's it's none of the nonsense like battle golf that you see a lot on mobile devices it's not like gyro like you have to swing like (laughs) you have to do a tiktok dance to be able to hit it like properly (laughs) All right. No, so tap, get your power, tap again, swings back, tap, make sure you try to get in the green zone and go straight. Nice. So just pure pixel, excellent game. The reason I found it more notable, so in itself, you're looking for a little quick uh, mobile game, what's great, you buy it once, and if you do have an iPad, you can have it on your phone and your okay. iPad. I, I do think it's only iOS right now. So okay. small, sad caveat there. I hope it comes Android. What was amazing, though, is uh, between rounds, it would have 
ads. So ad supported, okay. Uh, okay. But then up comes a dialogue. Uh, would you like to get rid of these? At $1.49. Okay. I was like, you sure? They're like, yeah, just $1.49. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Bought it. And that was it. And really? Just bought the, it's the whole game. <laughs> A dollar ninety five. There's no time limit, no expiry on that. You're like a dollar forty nine. There was no days. There was no extra ads. There was no monthly subscription fee. It wasn't wow. forty dollars. It was just if you no longer want to have the ads, it costs a dollar forty. Forty nine, whatever I said. That is it. Now it has as you go and you get progression, you can get money. So you you know, you do win by winning the little tournaments. It's three uh, there's only three holes per course that you do. And okay. if you win the if you win the that round against people you get some money hmm. which by the way three rounds that's a great amount for a dad time yeah again mobile yeah just pick up and play right and you get some money the second thing is says like do you just want all the clubs like do you want to not deal with this money and just get all the clubs guess how much okay. how much did that cost all of them all every club every do you want all okay. like the bonus equipment i'm gonna go conservative I, i'll say like another Dollar forty nine. You nailed it. Dollar really? forty nine. All right. They got a system here. I like it. <laughs> but but you see what I mean? Like, do you know how shocking that is in modern day for a mobile game where you play it and it's excellent? This is a rock solid, amazing uh, emulation of an old pixel golf game. And then the whole thing just you get no more ads. Dollar forty nine. Do you yeah. do you want every club in this game? So you don't have to deal with the money in the store. Just another dollar forty nine, and you're right. done. It's- <laughs> Mind it's boy. funny how that kind of threw you for like it made you pause like wait there's no subscription <laughs> and you're like reading fine print you're going back into the app store you're like no no, no there's something wrong yeah like, i don't need the ultimate golf pass for like four months <laughs> like it's just like yeah that's right so that's good that's a yeah. good find so yeah kudos to it and like i said I'm, I'm having a blast with it it's just great little time waster and it was more just the if you're looking if you've been burned a number of times from mobile payment stuff it was just such a shock around like yeah. And that's it. Just no fuss, no muss. A little bit of pay and be done. Nice. Yes, sir. Good. Second one. You had a bit of experience with this mobile app, too. Yes. Uh, less good with myself. So this thing's. This is a second mobile app. I think some gaming dads might be interested in it, and I think it's more of an interesting conversation. This is called the Bricket app. So, again, unfortunately, I, I really hate when it's only iOS because mm-hmm. I find that very elitist as far as, like, you have to have an iPhone. But... Anyways, it's still a more interesting conversation. The Bricket app is for, it's a third-party Lego app where you lay out all of the bricks you have for Lego. So you download this app, you on the floor or wherever else, you just lay out all the bricks of your Legos, take a photo of it, and the app will use AI to recognize all the bricks. Okay, you have like this many like long ones, you have this many two pieces, four pieces, six pieces. And then it gives you a list of all the things you can build it with it. Right. Okay. If you want to build this dog, you're going to, and it gives you step-by-step instructions. Yeah. Take a photo. Okay. You have enough pieces that you could build this dog. Here's the step-by-step instructions on how to buy it, build this dog. So yeah. they, like it felt absolutely, I did it. It worked like it, it felt really new age. I can't believe this actually works. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now you had a, a different reaction to the app though than I did. Well, yeah, again, it sounded really cool, like a, a different way to approach all the drawers of Lego we have in this house that are no longer part of those kits that you buy. 
you know how, like when you buy them initially you're like oh we'll keep them all together and then kids get at them and it doesn't happen <laughs> yeah. then you so, have, then you remember you have kids and like oh yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> that's right so i created a big mess on the floor to try and get this thing to work and i think there's a minimum brick count i think you have, mm -hmm. have to at least have a couple hundred laying on the ground and it was very hit and miss for me a lot of the times it would crash a lot of times it would find maybe one or two designs that i could do mm -hmm. and then the rest was just it couldn't find anything so okay. it was yeah so your experience may vary i think the more interesting thing for me though was i don't know that i want my kids to use it so uh, what i find oh. with lego is one of the more interesting parts with lego is it's imagination it's creativity it's exploration like i'm gonna snap a bunch of stuff together and oh it's now it's a spaceship oh now it's a bridge whatever yeah. and i don't like this sort of i'm almost concerned as a laziness to it whereas opposed to forcing them to think about what could i like slam all these pieces together and build mm -hmm. they instead would say oh just take out your phone and like show me like what can i build with this tell me app like, no no you use your brain and your creativity to come up with something would, would that be a concern you would have with it or do you think it's just augments it and it's fine um i can see that concern uh i think that could factor into a lot of like what lego is supposed to be um showing creativity and building what you can i would say that it's good for certain learners so if you have mm. a kid that just really has to follow instructions and isn't really or it, it maybe is put off by having that blank canvas and doesn't know what to create this could help with that but i can see where you're coming from too where it's just like you don't really want a digital device telling your kid just to follow along what somebody else is trying to create um, but it can work for those kind of learners that might might be put off by again blank canvas create your own mm -hmm. stuff but oh, if it works <laughs> yeah, if it works yeah. for you yeah yeah so okay that that's a fantastic point i didn't really thought about the there's different types of folks and some want to dive in and others kind of want some hand holding so yeah, yeah. anyway it, it's just as a technological experiment i suggest people give it a shot if you have an iphone like yeah. brick it it's wild that people can actually build this stuff it's so crazy and it's free by the way yeah like no dollar for oh, yeah. anything it's just yeah i, th I think they make now. i think if you order lego to build some certain things i think they get a kickback maybe that's right. how they do it but as, as of this recording it's free so yeah. worth a shot cost you nothing unlike that wonderful golf game <laughs> now from these blocks there was another block mm. that had happened specifically a block party right that your kid decided to throw without, hey. <laughs> without you knowing at all about it what what the heck happened Joe? right so a little story here um story time story time my son was turning 11 it was his 11 11th birthday party uh we weren't going to do a party again with pandemic and things going on we were just going to keep it calm maybe have one mm. friend over and do an outdoor backyard movie night kind of thing so that was a conversation we were having with him um a couple days before just to see you know who's available who's comfortable doing that mm -hmm. and kind of figuring that out now the day <laughs> the day before his birthday his actual birthday um we get a bunch of texts uh my wife and i a bunch of texts for from the neighborhood parents saying what time is everything going on and it's like that it's it's like uh, i said what Pardon? uh we kind of question each other right like did you set something up i, I don't understand is there a play date happening what's going on so a little bit more of a uh, question answer period 
we find out that my son has gone around to all the neighborhood kids, which there are, I don't know, 12, and given out invites saying, it's my birthday, come on over. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Did he actually draw invitations? That'd be even better. Oh yeah. He did. He drew invitations. He drew illicit invitations to his unbeknownst party. Yep, in little origami hearts. So he's been doing origami through the pandemic. Oh. So he's done little origami so it's like he even, birthday invites. He even well dressed it up. It's not even just like scribbled with a crayon. Nope, he actually nope. put effort into it. Yep. Yeah, it was all done. Wow. And, you know, God forbid we tell him to do anything else that requires effort. But this thing was like top of mind priority for him to get out. So that kind of threw us for a loop there, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Man, like, what what time's the party? I can't wait to drop my and the and the, the way like I think some parents go, especially pre-pandemic with parties, is like great. Take my kid for the yeah. afternoon. I get a night yes. off. I can't wait. So you must have been yes. getting all these excited texts. Hey, well, thanks so much, Jeff. This will be great. When do well, I drop him off? That's exactly it. And we were wondering, like, oh God, like, if his birthday's tomorrow, have these people just kind of gone, like, taken this as word and got a gift? And are ready to drop their kids off. And we're trying to like, you know, no, 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 we're not doing any of this. We're like, maybe one friend and it might not be you. Just pause. But um, yeah, so it was kind of like a, you know, great for initiative. I can applaud the initiative of him Mm and trying to get this done. But holy, like we've had conversations about checking with us, especially during these times. Just like, hey, not everyone's comfortable. There's a little bit of like social anxiety out there. We need to like check with people first nope just go door to door and deliver all these invites kind of like blank of the town see who uh, see what who comes by just put just put it on like street post signs why not (laughs) post on the internet don't put it out there because i can actually see him doing that putting like garage sale type signs right on like posts party this way (laughs) yeah here's my address here's my like details my likes dislikes come on over (laughs) (laughs) must entry fee is one present yeah yeah don't tell mom and dad Okay, so you do have to tell me, like, how, how did you unravel it? So, like, because obviously that is absolutely just stunning and amazing. Uh, yeah. a, a, a story you will haunt him with. Oh, all, <laughs> yep. Like, that's going to be at his wedding. That's going to be at his graduation. Like, absolutely. That's, that's a keeper. Now, how did you unravel it? So, like, what did you just have the huge ass party? Did you just talk to parents and hope they understood? So, we had um, a couple of the parents of the kids we know quite well. So we asked him a little bit more questions and, you know, obviously said, okay, well, this isn't happening. Um, You know, false alarm. And they were cool with it. They hadn't done anything. But we had had to give our 11-year-old kind of like that talk about, okay, now you need to write this kind of wrong. Like, Hmm. it's great. I know you want it. I'm putting myself uh, in his shoes. Like, it's been a lockdown for a year. He's excited. He wants to celebrate. So... We had a talk over he wanted to go and do like kind of call it off individually to each of the invitees that he's that he uh, gave these invites out so he went door to door and and did that so he called it off uh he took (laughs) that responsibility that accountability (laughs) he produced another origami except this time it's a a heart ripped in half ripped in half yeah yeah, exactly here you go where's that invite (laughs) rip (laughs) not happening um, but yeah, he was okay. a little bit disappointed, but at, at the end, we, teaching moment. Yeah. It's a teaching moment. He can't do that. <laughs> and God forbid, like I get glimpses of him being a teenager and, 
you know, other responsibilities of him just taking off and, and doing whatever he, whatever he wants to do. And we find out later. So, oh yeah, I mean, if you, if, you, if he has to clean up Lego or his toys, <laughs> it couldn't, yeah. couldn't be bothered with the effort. But when it comes time to origami, a series of invites to a party he's not supposed to have. Right. I'll spend all day. I got all day for this. I will <laughs> knock out a dozen of his, those <laughs> invites without us knowing <laughs> silently. Oh. So, yeah, so, it was... Yeah, now, now that unhelpful paper craft was of no good, but he, it seemed like your son did produce some helpful paper, paper craft yes. with your newfound enjoyment of Demon Souls. The tweet you posted up was absolutely amazing. Like, what? Uh, ex- explain this to what happened with Demon Souls and your son. So I just want a small pause here to congratulate <laughs> myself on <laughs> defeating Demon Souls. I think that's a big accomplishment. Everybody knows how, you know, that genre, like, there's no save points or the very little save points. You have to get through it. So I completed say, it. Let me say, let, let me ask my wife. Hey, love. Got him. Uh, Jeff beat Demon Souls. Isn't that See? amazing? <laughs> <laughs> that was just uh, <laughs> pure silence of awe. That was just like, what? <laughs> she didn't have a microphone, but I'm sure you could pick up her expression. That was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like actual Demon Souls? What are we doing? It's <laughs> like, what? What do you yeah. do with a demon? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, it was it, I I applaud you. That's fantastic. I can't Thank believe. You. I don't know that I could do it. Like I've I've seen people go through that game, and it just seems untenable for a gaming dad. So that's fantastic. Yes, it is doable. So all those gaming dads out there, there is hope. You you can do it. Um, but yeah, completed it. My 11 year old son uh, kind of guided me along with that completion, and now. When you're done, you go into New Game Plus. And oh, I thought, like, hey, let's put the game down. I'm kind of mm-hmm. done. I got that trophy. Kind of cut that off. But uh, he came back with some research on the, I think, top 10 or 8 weapons to get in New Game Plus. And he researched them all, how to get them, where they are. And part of that is, like, absolutely great, awesome initiative again. But you have to unlock the entire game again, Trevor. It's not like it's just all unlocked again. So yeah. I'm in a pickle. <laughs> yeah. How badly do you want to go back through this game? Like run another marathon. But for the folks at home, like what his kid has drawn here, like it's a listed sheet of paper. And it's just he's done all this research to list out the best swords to get, like how to get it, like the stats of it. Like it's amazing. This Your kid did some hard work to prepare you for your next run of demon souls that you probably don't want to do. Right. And that's hard to kind of let him down. <laughs> um, again, great work, but yeah, new game pluses are a lot more difficult. So um, we'll see how this goes. I don't know, but again, applaud the effort and just the skills on him to go and research it without falling into God, now I'm just looking back at my parenting. Um, you know, the internet is a big place, and who knows what happens when you look up Demon Souls. But uh, he did it. Came back. That's amazing. Man, such an awesome initiative coming this week from him. That's fantastic. Yeah. He, des- he <laughs> deserves a big old birthday party for all this work. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, he, should, he needs a celebration. So one day. Oh. Oh, celebration is maybe not the word we'd use where uh, Steam this week unveiled the steam deck right now you know i don't anybody listening to this i think would have a fairly good idea about it so i don't think we need to get into it too much but basically steam released a hardware piece of hardware that is the switch so it is the steams it is steam valves steams version of the switch and it is a computer 
in your hand, handheld computer. Yeah. The <laughs> real hot takes on the internet about this. <laughs> like people could not stop talking about it, uh, and kind of varied from excitement to uh, pontification around: Will this be the switch killer? It, will this take over mobile gaming? Like, is Steam just going to drop this like a rock, like it did their controllers? Like, mm-hmm. what is this? Like, what, what were you mostly seeing when this thing came out? Um, again, a lot of people were. They were questioning, oh, why didn't Switch come up with this? Like, they had the opening, they could have done the Switch Pro, and uh, granted, you're not playing Steam games, but this could have been them. Um, But everyone was excited to pre-register, to Hmm. get a chance to order this thing, and I think that might just be new new toys, I I need to have it kind of thing, or possibly scalp it later. Um, But I think a lot of it was like a 50-50 split, like, I either need this or don't need this. Hmm. But as a gaming dad... I just think it's another option. So if you have a huge Steam library that you can't do on the go or through a tablet of some sort and you want that controller kind of switch feel, maybe this is maybe this is something to fill that gap. And the price point's kind of right. Like if you've been on the fence with PC, PC gaming is massively expensive. Yes. And yeah. even at the lowest end, like you, you probably need at least a $500 PC. Mm-hmm. And then you need a monitor, which is at least 100 But if you want to enjoy any of the frame rates you're getting, Probably yeah. more like 150, 200. You know, you, you kind of scale it. Mouse and keyboard, you know, you can get fine ones for cheap, so I'm, I won't go into it. But you're generally looking at a package anywhere from 500 to 1,000 to get in. Yeah. Upwards of three to 5,000 if you go crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then where you're going to house it, like how does that work within your household? So Steam comes along. This thing is going to be, what is it, 400, 500 bucks? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's like 400 American. US. Yeah. So, yeah. It's called 400. It comes actually, I like the extendable memory with the SD card. I think yeah. that's clever as far as getting past some of the limitations of the internal part of it. So it, to me, felt like, okay, that's a fairly low barrier to entry for a nice form factor to get into some gaming Right. on for PC. Um, and I've, I've come to understand that you can install full, it comes with Steam OS, its own like brand new OS. You can just install Windows on it though. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. if that scares you, don't worry. It can just have straight up windows. You're not going to worry about it. Uh, we had some of the great takes on huge, there's fantastic conversation on Twitter. We were part of a few conversations there as well. Uh, you had tweeted out Nintendo is always going to be that family friendly console. Deck will not kill Switch or even make a dent. What does TBH mean, by the way? Uh, to be honest. <laughs> to be, okay. Get with the stuff. <laughs> In my mind, every time I read it, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I just, think, I just think somebody's like blowing a raspberry. Like, oh, like, these kids today. It won't make a dent. <laughs> Yo, let's let's have that as the tweet. I, I prefer that. Okay. I prefer that. Yeah. Anyways, it will not make a dent, uh, to be honest. Can see gaming dads opt for Steam Deck to complement their Switch game household, though. Which I, I do think that's smart. If like it's mobile and like it allows you all to be in the same room while your kids are playing some Switch. Uh, yeah. Street Smarts, at Maddie Bangin, replied this. I don't care to play on my Switch at all, but my son has his kid games on the Switch, and it's lighter and cheaper. If I didn't have a kid, would shelf the Switch entirely, or almost. Hmm. I still think it'll make a dent with those adults who just want portable gaming with good performance, but strictly speaking, kids, that's Nintendo's ballpark. Uh, what, what say you to that? Yeah, I think Nintendo uh, has a good walled garden. So when kids walk in there, they know where everything is, nothing's really going to uh, crash or throw them for a loop. So I think like the UI and design of Nintendo and their kind of games are focused on 
you know, a lot is on family and kids. They have other stuff, obviously, but Steam is a little bit different. I think an older kid, maybe, um, possibly my own, that's going into a uh, teenager uh, soon. I <laughs> uh, can't even say it. <laughs> um, it could be, you know, they want a little bit older gaming audience, and I have a lot of games in my backlog that I could start filtering out to them, mm-hmm. right? So maybe that's where this sits, but I would okay. say Nintendo is family. Yeah, yeah. That's their uh, target. So the uh, WASD and Beyond podcast, uh, which fantastic name. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't think it's a Nintendo killer. We think this is a great entry into PC gaming, though, much like we had just uh, mentioned. Mm-hmm. The price points allow everyone to dip their toes in and see what all the noise is about. And then Project X Talk came to say, I doubt it. I do think the Steam Deck can be huge, but the general appeal of Mario and Nintendo properties, especially to kids, is too great. Parents will still get a Switch over a Steam Deck. Thousand percent, yeah. Like that. Like if it, yeah. it, it'll never be the family console. I need to get my kids introduced to gaming. Like here's Steam. Right. Like, <laughs> a, little, a little too steamy. Go like, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't think that's really what it's about. I think it's more the. Yeah, I think kind of like you said, it's the Switch for adults and Switch even better for... I cannot even imagine how many Steam properties I currently have, like Steam games I have, I not to mention games I've never even played with some of those. Humble Bundle was the worst for that. Yes, it was. I was going to say that, yeah. <laughs> there'd be one game you kind of want, and then there's like 30 other games that these are all great. Like yeah. $8, yeah. And then yeah. you play the one game, but now you have 30 games you're, you haven't touched yet. Right. Right. Man, geez, I remember Subnautica. I'd played around a little bit. Um, I got Hades I'm still going through on PC. Yeah, it's embarrassing. The number of, like, amazing titles I have on Steam. It's, it's almost like finally, like, this will prompt me to finally play it, maybe. Yeah, like, it, it could be, again, a good option. It would feel like, I'm not sure the portability, like, how long that battery life would last. Like, I imagine you would still be in the house, kind of like the Switch, um, you know, a good five hours before it has to really charge itself. But hmm. that could be that could be i could play witcher 3 on the go just saying yeah <laughs> finally <laughs> now the what's interesting for me is you i don't think you have a gaming pc right like i think you're I mac based aren't you and for so for a guy like for you it sounds perfect because I, I know you i don't think for your job and etc i think you use <clears> mac <throat> i yep. don't think you're super gangbusters to go drop a grand on a gaming pc no but if you had this form factor that kind of plays in nicely with you know need to be a bit more flexible in how you approach it kind of sounds like it's a fairly nice fit yeah and i have quite a few steam games that i have i've bought over the years even even ones that i couldn't play or tried to emulate Hmm. and now that apple is moving away into their own chip i won't even have that option anymore like they're Hmm. starting to take that away so maybe this does feel that fill that gap and i can go and play games on the go again it's just witcher like just just say it you're gonna play just witcher. witcher yeah like just like really <laughs> hey we could wipe it and emulate wind waker just saying oh you know, finally have <laughs> we, that, that's how you kill the switch yeah it, it is yeah. just a wind waker machine it, it is right. a 500 dollar wind waker machine yeah yeah <laughs> oh finally all right <laughs> on that happy note We'll wrap it up there for the week. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. If you want to get a hold of us, you can find us at our website, newdadgaming.com, or reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook, at New Dad Gaming. As we said this week, we absolutely adore interacting with fans and listeners and calling out for opinions, polls, anything else. would love to hear from you. Please drop us a line. Uh, if you have any 
embarrassing Steam library stories of your kid is origaming his way into a street party and, yep. <laughs> and you have any tips, let us know. <laughs> if you want to congratulate Jeff on beating Demon Souls, please. And, and, and give him that like hutspot a go for the plus, please do. <laughs> <laughs> If you would like to subscribe to the podcast, you can find it on all the major podcasting networks. So that is Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere you find your podcast. Just look for New Dad Gaming. If you did like the show, what would really help us is if you subscribe, if you rate it and left a comment so we can get out this show to as many gaming dads as possible. So we can get that uh, Steam Deck LAN party going that we always dreamed about. Yes. Perfect. So meet up in a park somewhere, bring a bunch of cables. <laughs> yeah. And, and play, the kids play in the playground. And use this incredible tech to play some Counter-Strike. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Live the good old days. <laughs> All right. Oh, that'll do it for us. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. And until next week. Oh, we didn't talk about our beers. How, how did oh. the... Uh, all right. Sierra, Pier, Pale Ale from Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada. Um, did, it's a good one-off. I don't... Uh, I can see it again out in a hot summer day. That grapefruit note, like if you don't like grapefruit, don't get it. But uh, it's it's a good refreshing beer. Um, how about you over there? Yeah, I'd, if you can find this, I'd suggest it. Honestly, Harvest Stone Brewery, bitter and twisted, hmm. delicious. Like it's really interesting how they approach it. I don't think you'd do. I wouldn't want to drink another one. Like I don't think I'd want to do two in a row. It, in so much that there's enough to it that it's, you know, to be enjoyed right a little bit not necessarily like cranked back two or three so yeah yeah, if you can find this thing bitter and twisted i'd highly recommend it golden ale delicious really enjoyed that nice good yes sir all right with that now we can wrap it up yes (laughs) thank you so much for listening this has been new dad gaming until next week my name is trevor and i have a three-year-old and a six-year-old and i'm jeff i have an 11 year old and an eight-year-old and just because you became a dad doesn't mean it's game over. <laughs>